Welcome to the inaugural Pocketry Podcast, and what a perfect packet of plosives it is. We're celebrating 18 months of Pocketry and launching issue three of that pint-sized journal, The Pocketry Almanac, with words, poems, and stories. We hope you enjoy it. Our first poem comes from Anne Colopy. Anne began writing poetry as a way of processing her experiences of providing pastoral care in an intensive care unit. Now that she's no longer working, she would like to develop her poetry writing skills. Reading crime fiction or attempting the age cryptic is a welcome distraction for Anne. My name is Anne Colopy, and the title of my poem is Repercussions. It was inspired by observing the impact on my father not renewing his car licence once he was in residential aged care. On further reflection, there are other instances where a licence has to be given up for any number of reasons. For example, the licence to practise a particular profession. Repercussions. Licence surrendered. The fine print didn't mention other surrenderings, Independence, identity, didn't warn of grief, anger, isolation. So much sacrificed, just like that. An avalanche of questions, new realities. I'm a stranger in my mirror. Thank you for sharing your poem with us, Anne. For those of you who haven't seen it yet, the Pocketry Almanac is made from a cunningly folded single sheet of A4 paper. Each issue contains up to six poems, plus original art from a diverse range of soothsayers and visionaries. Each issue of the Pocketry Almanac is created in a limited edition run of 160 copies. Each poet and artist appearing in the issue is given 20 copies to exchange or barter as they see fit. Pocketry also keeps 20 copies to exchange. So if you're wanting to get your hands on a copy of the Almanac, you need to find one of the poets or artists appearing in this issue and exchange an intriguing word or an unusual anecdote. Next we have Andrew Bryan with his poem White Noise. Andrew is a Melbourne poet who ruminates on politics, travel and the human condition. He has self-published a book of poetry, Soul Moves, and is occasionally active in the spoken word community in Melbourne. White Noise When the wind creaks my rafters Makes the trees bow, buffets the walls I sit safe behind. I revel in wildness, feel safe in my den. But why don't I hear that the wind's straining sailcloth, moaning with loss, for ocean-tossed peoples their safety adrift. There's clanking of chain links, a first knee on a neck. Andrew manages to pack two very different worlds into his poem with great effect. In the interest of fostering a spirit of creative collaboration and exchange, the Pocketry Almanac cannot be bought or sold. It can only be bartered or exchanged for an intriguing word or unusual anecdote. Here are some of the words that have been exchanged so far for the third issue of the Pocketry Almanac. The Melbourne poet Claire Gaskin brings us meniscus the curved upper surface of a liquid in a tube. It's a word that at one point followed Claire around by appearing in the poems she was reading. It's also the name of an Australian literary journal. The word solastalgia is so new it doesn't even have an entry in the online version of the Oxford Dictionary. 
Solastalgia was coined by the Australian environmental researcher and philosopher Glenn A. Albrecht. He based it on the words solace, that which gives comfort, and algos, which is Greek for pain. Solastalgia is a form of emotional or existential distress caused by environmental change to much-loved places. It comes to us courtesy of Catherine Ross. Catherine was so generous, she threw in neologism, which is a newly coined word or expression, for free. Showing that English isn't the only language, and still on the theme of nostalgia, comes the Portuguese word saudade, a feeling of longing, melancholy or nostalgia. And we have Brendan Bonsack to thank for that word. If you're lost for words, you don't have to think one up to barter for a copy of the Pocketry Almanac. You may want to share a quote, which is exactly what Bryony, who works a bar serving thirsty poets, did. She shared this beautiful quote from that old favourite Rumi. You think you are a drop in the ocean, but really you are the ocean in a drop. Our next poet is Rowan White. Rowan is a Nam Melbourne poet, carer, singer, counsellor and driving instructor. A frequenter of spoken word gigs, he cruised for Mother Tongue and Melbourne Spoken Word. Rowan wrote his first book, Tailwind, in 2015, and he threatens to commit further acts of wanton publication in the near future. Today Rowan takes us to the GP for a visit. From Where I Sit by Rowan White From where I sit, I see the flat screen TV flash uncalled-for headshots and distracting commercial captions while we wait. We wait. From where I sit, patients shuffle walk in, eyes wide with weary worry, contraptions by their shaking sides, shaking sides. From where I sit, the woman at reception states the obvious, condescendingly, takes Hard save monies without a flinch. From where I sit, the specialist calls for next in line, various minutes after the appointed time, and next in line goes in. From where I sit, the magazine racket offers colourful covers and articles on subjects in which I have no interest ever. From where I sit, my beloved checks on prompting for her list of questions, black ink neat on paper lined. From where I sit, the specialist's computer hides his collar behind years of study. The printer spits out scripts while we wonder what will be. From where I sit, my parked car's windscreen lives in everyday denial. Parking cops hover without complicated fear. Thank you for sharing your visit to the doctor with us, Rowan, and I'm sending good health to you and your beloved. Here at the Pocketry Almanac, we believe that everyone has a story, which is why you can exchange one of your stories for your very own copy of the Pocketry Almanac. This story was exchanged after the P-Word sessions in early May 2021 for a copy of Issue 3 of the Pocketry Almanac. Hello, this is Josh Cake. Is that a good intro? Awesome. Alrighty. Um, last night I was at my friend's birthday at a pub and there was somebody there who had a lot of tattoos but her arms weren't quite covered in them, she just had a lot. And there were a few empty spaces 
and she was saying, I just don't know what to get. I want to fill it up, but I don't know what to get. And um, me being kind of spreadsheet-minded, I thought, where do you do your groceries? Because if you got a tattoo of whatever shop that is or a place where you spend a lot of money, you know, they could make a news story out of it. They might give you a $3,000 voucher every year for the next 10 years for having a tattoo of their store. And she said, do you think that should go above or below the Trotsky tattoo? (laughs) And that was when I stopped making suggestions. That was last night at my friend's birthday. Awesome. Thanks, Josh. And I hope you enjoy a copy of the Almanac. Thank you. Here at Pocketry, we're passionate about publishing unheard voices, the poets you don't normally get to read in literary journals, the ones who may not have the nerve to get up on the open mic. It's why the Almanac publishes emerging and aspiring poets who haven't already been published in a literary journal. It's why we prioritise poets who have been rejected multiple times by those journals. We want to create a place for the poets who are submitting their work but not being published. We want the raw, the unfinished, the fledgling attempts of poets at the start of their careers. If that sounds like you, listen on to find out how you might get your poetry published in the Poetry Almanac and be featured on this podcast. Our fourth poem comes from Amanda Collins. Amanda is a writer, poet, labyrinth builder and musician who lives on Tungarung country. She's passionate about living well until you die. Amanda creates sound healing sessions both online and in real life. She is the author of Not Dead Yet, A Practical Guide. Take it away, Amanda. Golden Opportunity Let me get this right. I get to walk with you. Have a heart that will withstand landmines of my own frustration. I get to decamp when you cannot, read all the augurs and portents. My spirit will be tempered, not immolated, in this conflagration we are somehow calling a life. No offence. I get to have the guts to love you right to the other side. Love you can lean on, strength you can call on. I get to be your terra firma. I just love hearing a poet speak their own words, the pauses that they take, their inflection, the way their voice rises and falls. Oh, I just love everything about it. And hearing Amanda read her poem just sent shivers down my spine. The art on the back cover of this issue of the Pocketry Almanac comes from Shirley Kenyon. Shirley is an Israeli artist with a Bachelor of Fine Art from the Bezalel Art and Design Academy in Jerusalem. She explores light and natural themes through observational landscape painting. Shirley has lived, created and exhibited in Israel, the USA and Australia. Hello, my name is Shirley Kenyon. I'm a painter, a wife and a mother of three children in a homeschooling family. Uh, We are all, of course, much more than our definitions, but this should give you a general idea of the main themes in my life. I mostly paint landscape from observation. I was fascinated by observational landscape painting after graduating from the Art Academy in Jerusalem some 22 years ago. I love the tension between observation and the actual act of painting. It is a very dynamic process with many variables. Changing light, changing weather and seasons, different mediums, and my own emotional, physical, cognitive condition. I usually return to the same places and paint them multiple times, so I get to deepen my understanding and perception. Becoming a mother 
and uh, later choosing to homeschool meant that this practice was weaved into a radically different time frame. It is a constant challenge to manage time and allow growth and creativity to flourish in every aspect of one's existence. So I think my challenge is um, persistent flexibility or flexible persistence in painting and in life. Time or its absence is in an inseparable part of my artistic path, both in the actual act of painting and in finding time to sit down and paint um, the quality of that time and its length. During the past four and a half years, we, my family and myself, lived and traveled in the USA and Western Australia. I encountered multiple climates and was fortunate to have painted many, many different landscapes throughout this journey. I write about my life and my art in two different platforms. One is my blog in Hebrew, which is more along the lines of storytelling, illustrated with my recent paintings and drawings. My second art blog is in English, also with my recent works, and it is on my Patreon page. Uh, the link is in my bio, where I talk about the spiritual nature of life and the lessons I experience as a painter, a homeschooling mother, and a traveler. I invite you to check out both my Instagram account and my Patreon page with my art blog, and I hope you will be inspired by what I create. Thank you. Thank you, Sheely, for that wonderful description of your life, your art, and your creative process. And thanks also to the birds who made a guest appearance in your recording. Our final poem comes from Kelly Cunningham. But don't worry, there's plenty more poetry to be had. You'll find it lurking in cloud linings and hiding under leaf litter. You'll see it dancing on the leaves or shining on the water. You'll hear it in the song of the kettle in the morning and in the joy of a child's laugh. Or in Kelly's poem. Kelly Cunningham lives in Melbourne and writes poetry in an attempt to express the inexpressible and to create verbal memories of moments. Once a librarian, she now works for the Salvation Army as a home carer. The Fabric by Kelly Cunningham In this poem, I use the fabric velvet as a symbol of my experience of what the philosophy of Kashmir Shaivism refers to as the bliss of the self, the blissful aspect of universal consciousness which exists in all beings at all places and times. Velvet is thick in the air on the last day of school. Velvet is a purr of the ginger cat. Velvet is breathing through the eyes of the cow. The flowers are velvet for my eyes. Velvet is wrapping itself around rocks as the tide fills the pools. Velvet is a heart-shaped space in the clouds. Velvet is whispering in the night when the sleepers can't sleep. I touch velvet in the first light. Velvet is wreathing the houses, velvet being the texture of love, and the houses need love. I just love that image of Kelly's of the houses needing love. It brings to life the inanimate objects surrounding me. 
And that's the power of poetry. Through its lens, we can see the everyday things around us with new eyes. Thank you to all the emerging and aspiring poets and artists who submitted their work for consideration in issue three of the Pocketry Almanac. It was an honour to read your work. Thank you for joining me for the very first Pocketry podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the poetry contained within. You can check out the Pocketry website, www.pocketry.com.au, for more information on the poets and artists featured in issue three of the Pocketry Almanac. You'll also find when the next issue of the Almanac is open for submissions. Will your poetry or art grace the Almanac's tiny pages? Until next time, happy writing.